0: Grand Rising Awakened Warriors. Welcome to the Awakened Warriors podcast with Dylan Riverbeck. I'm your host. Childhood trauma. Let's talk about it. It will be a great time. A lot of men feel the need to suppress, whether that be emotions, childhood trauma. People don't want to talk about it, people want to hide things from their past. What I am going to do on this episode today and ongoing forever is be an open book on the highest level. I have nothing to hide and I would be disservicing everyone by not sharing struggles that I've had in my life, in my family, and with trauma that I've had. So when I was younger, I had a really beautiful life. I had a great life. I really did. My dad you know, worked super hard, supported our family on the highest level. My parents got divorced when I was younger as a direct result of my mother having a stroke when I was young. So she had a stroke, long story short. I mean, this could be a whole episode in itself, but she kidnapped us from my dad in a car and took us on a wild goose chase saying that my father was attempting to kill us. And this was just her having blood clots in her brain, not thinking clearly. And it is a blessing that she is even alive to this day. So she's alive. The climax of that event was a car crashing into a stop sign, me getting some people to call the police. I did not have a phone back then, and they called the police. And the police came, and they rescued her just in time, took her to a hospital. And the doctor said, you know, nothing changed after that. And trust me when I tell you, things did change. I, uh, I lost the 1.0 version of my mother that day, and I received a new one that I'm very grateful to have with some slight changes. And every day she gets better, and she's living a happy and healthy life today which is an absolute blessing. So that's what happened with my mom. And then with my dad, you know, he is awesome. He's fantastic. I love him so much. I have so much respect for him. And as we know, the things that our parents do when we are very young, seep into us and can sometimes all the time be projected. So my dad used to yell a lot when we were younger, he had a lot of very high stress in his life. And you know, he would get home from work and he would yell and he would scream at my mom and he would There's a there was a lot of yelling in the household and that sometimes used to project in my relationships that I had. And I found myself having a very short fuse and going from zero to 100. And I've had conversations with women in regards to saying, hey, you know, my dad, when I was younger, would flip out on my mom. And this is me projecting that. And that is, first of all, very aware And second of all, very fucking unacceptable, because even if you're aware of an issue does not make the issue acceptable. If I was going to go in my brand new truck that I just bought and go outside and all the tires were popped and I drove it on the freeway and it killed a bunch of people, you know, I can't just say, oh, well, you know, the tires were broken, so people died. No, you can't just be aware of things. You must actually be aware and learn and execute on how to mitigate these things. So one time when I was younger, my dad came into my room and he ripped all of my favorite posters down. One was a Beatles poster that I loved more than anything. He just ripped them off the wall, yelled at me, screamed at me, and he ripped those off the wall. So that happened and that stuck with me for a very long time until I was able to do years of deep inner work and let go of these things that can sometimes hold people back. And my dad's dad, so my grandpa used to just leave him outside in the backyard. And like he had no parents around ever because he was the youngest one. They were already sick and tired of having kids. They already had a bunch of kids and they would just stick him in the backyard and do nothing. So from my dad's perspective, you know, he's doing so much better than his dad. And then from my perspective, I will do so much better than my dad and so on and so forth. And I have so much respect for my dad and my mom. I love them so much. And I'm so glad that they're alive and happy and healthy today with air in their lungs. And, you know, that's a really beautiful thing to acknowledge, you know, parents do their best and fucked up things happen. Like my mom having a stroke and my sister and I going along on that journey and getting pretty traumatized at a very young age. So the effect and implication that that had on me specifically is I have been obsessed with power and control ever since, because when I was out of control and I couldn't control the situation and I couldn't call the police that day, I was always obsessed with freedom and power and control, which led to me getting detentions in school and talking back to teachers and really not caring about anything in school, because at that point I had seen enough crazy things in my life to realize like school didn't matter to me. And I was always focused on the next step and the next mission. So in a recap, that's what the stroke did to me. So what my dad did to me, right, is I got anger and I got frustration. And I also had a high sense of anxiety. So not too long ago, before I fixed all these things, I actually broke my favorite pair of headphones during a workout. And I did that because basically, you know, I was trying to do a a hold. So I'm doing a compressed hold. So I'm doing a pull up and I'm holding it. And I was meant to hold it for 20 seconds in perfect form. And I was meant to have a timer. So Anastasia did not set the timer. I got frustrated. I was too weak to do the hold. And without even thinking, I just ripped off my headphones and I smacked them into the ground and they shattered and they broke. And there have been multiple occasions in the past back when I was bitch made and let my emotions take control of me where I have punched walls and punched desks. I can happily say that that has not happened in a while since I focused on the deep work and I really dove internally and I went inside and I fixed these things inside of me from the ground up because the truth is no external factors are going to fix internal problems. And when you have internal problems passed down from your parents, this can manifest in many ways. So the ways that it manifested for me, was in my anger, in my power and control dynamic that I have with myself. And then thirdly, a physical manifestation of acne. And a lot of people will say acne is this or that or diet or whatever. Acne is a physical manifestation of trauma and stress in your body, and so are many other things. So this level of stress and high cortisol releases that I was used to having when I was younger manifested physically into acne on my face, and it spread to my chest and my back and my neck, and it's something that I'm still working on to this day. Thank God, I would say it's 98% done, and it's on its way out, and I've been doing inner work and healing, and even back in the day, I used to see a shaman who would do body work on me, and I'll never forget one time she was doing body work on me and she felt something physically manifest in my abdomen and she asked me she was like tell me about your parents tell me about your past and she was alluding to the fact that she felt physical energetic blockages in my body as a result of this stress so do not think that stress is just an internal factor it's actually internal and external and your stress and trauma can and will manifest into your life and project outward because like i always say your life is just a reflection of your internal state and if you constantly have stress and anxiety and you're in this high pressure environment of anger and acting impulsively on your emotions this will unfortunately manifest into things like acne high blood pressure or whatever the case is so i'm grateful to be in a very aware position with my feet planted on the ground, knowing who I am and where I'm going. And I was able to really dive in and do inner work. And the thing about the inner work is that it is endless. I will never be done doing my inner work and neither will you. It will always be an ongoing process of healing and evolving and getting to that next level. I'm really grateful for how far I've Came with my inner work because I no longer break things or punch desks or walls or lose my temper at loved ones. These are things that I've let go and put in the past. And when I feel an urge in my body coming up that makes me want to have an outburst and go ballistic, I'm able to take a deep breath, sometimes do 10 push ups, and I'm able to take myself outside of that situation and catch it before it happens. And the way that I can do that is by pre training myself for these circumstances every day. So it's not about, getting to the moment and then creating the solution. It's about creating the solution before the moment. So before these moments arrive, I'm able to do things like negative visualization and pretend that everything's going awful and my bank account's negative and my truck got repo or whatever, whatever the case is, right? And then when I open my eyes, none of these things happen. And the beauty is I'm always prepared because when you're always ready, you don't have to get ready. So I would advise each and every one of you to stay ready, dive into your subconscious mind. Why do you do the things you do? Why do you get angry? Why do you get upset? Analyze deeply. What are the relationships with your parents? Did you get bullied in school? What happened to you when your brain was developing? These things are crucial. And it's really beautiful to be grounded and to dive in and really understand your brain and your life and your relationships. And the goal, right, is to have a happy and healthy, prosperous life. And in order to do that, you must dive in and do the deep inner work. And it is painful. And life is painful and pain is beautiful. It's amazing that you can feel. I've had times in my life where I smoked so much weed and watched so much porn and numbed my brain cells so much that I couldn't even feel anything. And I remember sitting in my Honda Cross tour 2012 congested after smoking a whole entire dab cart and a blunt and all this weed and just not even feeling anything, feeling numb. Pain is beautiful. It's amazing to have the privilege and the gift and the honor to be able to feel. One time I did mushrooms and it was such a bad trip that I swore to myself. I was like, I'll never be mean to anyone again when I'm out of this trip. I just want my brain cells back. I felt like my brain was melting on like like I was like battery acid or something. It was disgusting. And I was like, I just want to feel normal. I just want to feel normal again. Please make this stop. And a couple of days later, finally it stopped. and I was able to thankfully go back to normal. It is absolutely... Pivotal, pivotal for you to control your mind. Control your mind. Only you are in control. Do not let your mind get in control of you and make you act up. Leave the emotional behavior to women. Men, it is your job to master your emotions and not give in. And if you feel yourself getting stressed out, That is normal, right? That happens to the best of us. It is all about how you respond to emotions. You never want to react to anything in life ever. Do not react, only respond. Respond in a calculated manner. So when I have the urge to punch a desk, which I would never do anymore because I'm not a fucking monkey, is I will respond to that emotion by saying, shut the fuck up. I'm in control. I will not punch a desk because there is zero strategic benefit to doing so. Therefore, I will not do it because it is not the highest decision to make. And this is the way, men, that you must think. You must be systematic. You must be calculated. And you truly have the obligation in life to live a happy, healthy, and prosperous future. And you can do that by being true to your word, diving into your brain deep, doing the work. It will be painful. It's beautiful. Feel the pain. Embrace the pain. I challenge you, each and every one of you, to dive into the inner work. This could be as simple as writing down a list of all of the things that happened in your life in chronological order with chapters. Hey, I lived here. I went here. I went there. Okay. You might see somewhere you lived. Say, all right. Well, when I lived there, I used to get bullied by this person. Okay. Write that down. Write these things down and get familiar with your brain and your neural networks and the passageways and the way that your brain interacts with itself. So you can ascend to the highest version of self. Until next time, awaken warriors, cheers and safe travels. And if no one's told you yet today, you are two seconds away from the best life ever. All you need to do is flip the switch, flip the switch, become consciously aware, thrive and ascend on the highest level possible. Cheers, awaken warriors, and I will see you tomorrow.